Welcome, everybody, to today's very special episode of the I Went Outside Today podcast. I'm one of your three hosts, Chris. I'm Cheryl. Hi, I'm Sydney. Hi, Sydney. Hi. And today, we just finished doing the thing for today's episode, right now. We put shoes on the table, (laughs) and I didn't like it. And there's probably a reason why you wouldn't like it, but... Gems. We'll go into that later. Uh, Sydney, do you know what day of the month our episodes gets released on? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know in October there's an occurrence of a specific date that doesn't happen very often? Do you know what that date might be? No. <laughs> Sydney, you see the bread I've put on the table in front of you. I thought of bread. The loaf of bread on the table? Yeah. Grab it and look at what's written underneath. If anything jumps out at me or bites me, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> oh, is it Friday the 13th? No. Yeah. This gets released on Friday the 13th. Oh. I was like, it can't be the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Now, Sydney, do you remember when I was asking you to do things right before recording? Yeah, I didn't like that. How uneasy you were feeling. Yeah. How much you felt like your trust was being exploited. Yeah. Well, it has. The umbrella! <laughs> oh, oh, more than the umbrella, Sydney. You knew the umbrella opened. <laughs> I even thought about that. I was like, oh, it's like bad luck. But then I was like, fuck it. I fixed the umbrella. And then I was like, how did you... This isn't broken. Now, wh- why do you think the umbrella is part of it? Because it's a bad luck to open an umbrella inside the house. That's true. You traitorous snake! (laughs) Wow. In honor of Friday the 13th, we have gotten you to commit 13 unlucky acts. I didn't walk under that ladder. I did walk (laughs) under the ladder. We thought you were cleaning the gutters. That was the idea. It was last weekend. I was so mad. <laughs> they cancel each other out. Well, you know what the best one is? Why is there not a black cat here? We uh, could not procure one, and I'm allergic. We, we there is Selfish. one in the neighborhood, and afterwards you can go looking for it. it Selfish. But, it's more of a dark gray. Yeah. I feel betrayed. <laughs> well, wait till you uh-huh. hear us go through the list. Yeah. All right, so we... How can I be so distrusting, but also like too trusting? <laughs> I will harden my heart, and I will never trust anyone ever again. This, uh, I would like to ask Sydney's therapist if she's listening for a ten percent fee. We've just secured your business. Yeah. For thirteen years, maybe. I'll wait thirteen years and seek my revenge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sydney. So the first thing was we had you walk under a ladder. Yeah, I didn't fully walk under the ladder. I reached under the ladder. Close enough. No, I don't think it counts. I think I did look up the reasons why it's unlucky. And this is to do with the trinity. A lot of people probably notice the shape form by leaning a ladder against the wall creates a triangle. Yeah. Which has been symbolically associated with the holy trinity in Chris. But it's not like an equal triangle. It's like a, like a isosceles. That's okay. Is it? That's okay. But the part that's not okay is walking through that triangle, as it might be seen as desecrating 
or violating the Trinity. So dumb. Why do we have so many religious bad luck things? This is. I stepped under it. I didn't walk through it. You still broke the Trinity. No. (laughs) Jesus is crying. Also, I was doing you a favor. And God is crying. Was getting your bucket for you. Now, the second thing that happened is you stepped on the doormat, right? Yeah. Did it feel a little weird? Yeah. Do you know why? No. (laughs) Underneath the doormat was a mirror. Oh, yeah, it cracked. And I was like, this is weird. It worked. It worked. So I broke a mirror. You broke a mirror for number two. shit bag. You absolute shitbag. Uh, so this dates back to ancient Rome. For the reflection in the soul, Romans believed the mirror could confiscate part of the user's soul. If the mirror was broken, it was thought to harm the soul. Why did it look like at the mirror? Yeah, your soul is probably fine then. Yeah. Uh, the Romans also held a belief that a person's physical body was renewed every seven years, which is sort of true. Breaking a mirror would thus result in seven years misfortune or ailment until the next renewal cycle. But I figured you're kind of going through that already, so you wouldn't notice. You scammer! <laughs> and that's just number two. Mm-hmm. And then I did the umbrella. Uh, not no. yet. When you first came into the house, did you notice something lying by the front door? No, because I was trusting. It was outside on top of the stoop. No. You would have had to step over it to come in. I wasn't looking. It was a broom. You stepped over a broom, Sydney. I didn't step over a broom. I, you did because I put it there for you to step over. <laughs> Where is it? I brought it back indoors. Okay. I put the ladder away, too. You're a criminal. You're a criminal doing criminal things. Now, Sydney, this is normally bad luck for some people, but, you know, this sort of undoes Cheryl's and I's vision board. Yeah. We've we've kicked ourselves in the foot. Yeah. But this is more of a favor to you. Uh, If you step over a broom in Lithuanian culture, there will be no proposal this year. But I'm not Lithuanian. Oh, I guess you are going to get proposed to then. Never yeah. mind. There you go. Now, I'm trying to go in order of what we did here. Well, after that, you asked her to bring something in from outside. Oh, right. Do you remember when I asked you to bring in the bucket? Yeah. That was also bad luck because it was empty. It is bad luck to bring an empty bucket. <laughs> Sydney. Why? Well, it's from maritime tradition. Uh-oh. Sailors are superstitious. Uh-oh. In certain maritime cultures, carrying an empty bucket aboard a ship or through the living quarters of sailors was considered bad luck. This might have originated from the idea that an empty bucket symbolized a lack of abundance or scarcity. Not a good omen for sailors who depended on the sea for sustenance mm. and livelihood. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks so much. You paid off your credit card. You're fine. Yep. Rude. I am broke now. And then the umbrella. Right. So. And then the umbrella. And your dog spit in my eye, which that, is how the rage virus starts. I think that might be good luck. 
I don't think it is. I think that's how zombie viruses happen. The source of the umbrella being bad luck. Did you mm. even get that umbrella from Goodwill? Yes. We did yesterday. Criminals. My other umbrella broke and mm-hmm. we just sort of... It's sort of a nice coincidence that uh, we needed one and we could use it in today's very special Friday the 13th episode. Mm-hmm. It is believed that uh, opening an umbrella indoors dates back to ancient Egypt, Sydney, which I guess they had a lot of rain. Back then, umbrellas were made out of peacock feathers and papyrus to protect nobility from the sun. Oh, not rain. Yeah, because Egypt's a desert. The umbrella mimicked the sun god, and for this reason they were considered sacred, hence forbidden from being opened (laughs) indoors in private. The belief that the sun is to be shared with everyone, so you should not open a symbol of the sun indoors. Isn't that a parasol? A parasol protects you from the sun. Umbrellas protect you from the rain. Umbrellas can do both. Listen, I hate to split hairs here, but... That's a parasol. Can a parasol protect you from the rain? No. Then umbrellas are superior. Well, that's not what we're disputing. It sounds to me like it's bad luck to open a parasol indoors. There is actually a day to open an umbrella indoors. Friday the 12th. Uh, It is March the 13th. Why? It's mostly as a idea that... um, you can break people's belief in superstitions. You get everybody to open umbrellas on the same day indoors and the world doesn't end. Am I supposed to be doing that? I've not been doing that. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Are you superstitious? Mm, not really. Oh, then you probably don't feel like your trust has been betrayed too much. I do. Because if you're going to make me do all the bad luck things, then you should have got a cat. This isn't all the things. Get right? a Benadryl and get a cat. That was... <laughs> uncalled for <laughs> yes drugging pe- cats to get them into our house is definitely but the benadryl for is for chris oh <laughs> don't give cats benadryl well drugging your brother is also not fair although one time we did have to give benadryl to a bat if you do take part in open an umbrella indoors day uh people are encouraged to write down in a journal anything bad that happens or occurs in their lives in this way, it reassures them that this is a baseless superstition. I don't think you should do that. That's like the opposite of a gratitude journal. <laughs> An ungrateful journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, then the next one that you had was you had Sydney pick up a bag and put on the floor. Did you put something in my bag? No. Your purse is absolutely fine. But... It was heavy. Why am I carting around so much shit? I, you're the one who has, just has to answer that you question. You put something in there. I like how your suspicions of me has also helped with your mindfulness about the things you're doing in real life. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. So do you remember what I asked you to do with your purse? Pick up, put it down, pick up, put it down. Do you remember where I told you to put it? On the floor. Yep. And that was bad luck. Why? Putting your purse on the floor. It's not a purse, though. It's a tote bag. It's for toting. It's not for pursing. It's a purse. It's a tote bag. How dare you? So it is symbolic of disrespecting money. So money, and by extension purses or wallets, are often treated with a certain level of respect because they are associated with wealth and sustenance. Placing them on the floor symbolically indicates a lack of respect or value towards wealth, which could thereby influence its abundance in one's life. 
That's why we're we're poor. I, just, I put my purse on the floor all the time. I just didn't want to put my purse on the floor because it's dirty and I'm getting kind of weird about germs. Why are you getting weird about germs? I just don't like germs. Yeah. That's what you got immune system for. Mm-hmm. There's already a part of you that doesn't like them and is taking care of it. Mm-hmm. Now germs can live rent-free in your head. Yeah. <laughs> and the next one was the one that made Sydney very awkward. What was the most awkward thing of all, Sydney? I put my shoes on the table. It's just gross. <laughs> and then I made Cheryl clean the table. <laughs> I, well, I asked for a wipe. I was prepared to do the cleaning. But you don't believe in wi- Lysol wipes. I just believe in soap. Bad for the environment, probably. Yes. So, putting your shoes on the table, bad luck. Yeah, because it's fucking gross. <laughs> That was one of the reasons why uh-huh. I determined it to be bad luck. Yeah. The main reason is... Where is it here? And so this superstition comes from north of England. Uh, tradition relates to the coal mining industry. When a miner dies or died in a colliery accident, his shoes were placed on the table as a sign of respect. By extension, doing so was seen as tempting the fate or simply as bad taste. Now, I also would like to add, uh, from my Googling, it was also potentially uh, bad luck because when people were hanged, their shoes would rub against the wooden planks of the scaffolding that they were being hanged on. And so that was seen as like a disrespect to the dead prisoner to put (laughs) shoes on the table. Okay. Yeah. And it's gross. (laughs) That part's the most bad luck part of it to Sydney. You know in America, they're just walking into their houses with their shoes on. Well, they have indoor shoes and outdoor shoes. Insane. And then the next one was, where did you get Sydney to sit? Yeah, so you remember when I asked you to move slightly to the right and sit back down? Yeah. Do you remember where, in relation to this table that you were sitting? To the left. To the left. And what part of the table... To the left. <laughs> I don't know the table parts. There's a top and legs. Yep. And corners. You're at the corner. Oh. Which was also bad luck, Sydney. So this is from Slavic and Eastern European belief, and also one that sort of uh, also falls in line with stepping over a broom. Being a traitor is also bad luck, just so you know. Mm, T to be seen. <laughs> So, the consequences of sitting at the corner of a table is that you will remain unmarried. It's commonly believed that whoever sits at the corner of the table will not get married or will have difficulty getting married, often specified for as many as seven years. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> to be fair, I do this one all the time. If there's like... What not enough room corner for? Uh, uh, because if there's not enough room at a table and I'm with my friends I always offer to take the corner because nobody likes sitting in the corner of the table yeah corners are trash <laughs> I had jokes on them because I'm married already so yeah mm-hmm. obviously Cheryl's immune to bad mm-hmm. luck poor Sydney remains to be seen she married a traitor <laughs> <laughs> what's with the bread then uh, yeah I suppose that would be the next thing uh so do you remember what I asked you to do with the bread? Hold it. Hold it. But what did you have to do to read the message? 
Didn't you have to turn said bread? No. Didn't you have to turn said bread upside down to read the message? No. You did. No. I have a witness. Sydney? That was bad luck too. That was also bad luck. Well, <laughs> I'm busy. I have a day job. I can't just be keeping track. I don't have a bad luck database. Just trying to move on with my life here. <sighs> you bastard. <laughs> What Are you is the superstitious yet? Of all the ones, <coughs> I'm so offended that you didn't get a black cat. Like the most offended that I've ever been. I mean, it could have just turned out to be lazy or you would have been lazy and made no path for it to cross. No. Everything else was like, easier to set up. Cats like me. Okay. The cat would have been my friend. We would have crossed paths. Mm. Friendship paths. <laughs> Well, instead you get uh, turning bread upside down for a message. Trash. So putting a baguette upside down, whether by accident or not, can have several bad outcomes. Bitch, that is not a baguette. Mm, it's sort of grown mm -mm. to loaves of bread in general. That now. is a sandwich loaf. It is not a baguette. <laughs> Bite me. I have my pointer finger out for everyone who can't see, which is everybody. <laughs> So, Sydney, I'll uh, allow you to also debate these also points of the curse. Having one of the things that can happen if you turn a loaf of bread upside down is that it will cast a hunger curse on you. Ha! <laughs> no. The result, you may not have enough to eat or you may not feel hungry even when you do eat. And the same will apply to anyone who eats part of that baguette, which Cheryl and I will probably do for breakfast tomorrow. Uh, I think it's mostly Chris, but yes. Not a baguette. It is a sandwich loaf. And um, did you say, like, I won't feel hungry even when I eat? Mm -hmm. That's my entire fucking existence. So You're already cursed. Already cursed. You must have already turned mm -hmm. bread upside down in yeah. other places. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. I thought it was the appetite suppressants. How silly. <laughs> uh, according to some, this specific belief dates back to the Middle Ages, and it relates to executions. Executioners in the Middle Ages were both hated and feared, according to the book Flavors of Paris, so much so that the king had to pass a law to force bakers to sell products to them. <laughs> After that, any loaf of bread made for an executioner would be filled with the baker's hostility, according to the tradition. From there, the story splits into two different versions. The first, executioners didn't have to pay for their bread. They could walk into a bakery, not talk to anyone, and take whatever they could in one hand. Uh, therefore, the baker would reserve the worst loaves for the executioner and turn them upside down so no one else would get them by mistake. Mm. Uh, the other version is that executioners were too busy on certain days, probably chopping off heads, usually market days when lots of people would be out and about, and thus lots of executions were scheduled for public viewing. Because of this, executioners would be too busy to pick up their bread until later in the day, so the bakers would reserve their best baguettes for the executioners and put them upside down to distinguish them from less perfect baguettes. Mm. So they become associated with death as well. Mm -hmm. Death and hunger. Hmm. Now, Sydney, you had asked about this bag earlier. Yeah. There are three things in there, and we challenge you to figure out which one 
To receive as a gift is not bad luck. <laughs> is one of them a cat? There's no cats in there. Here you I'm go. Disappointed. We got this gift for you. Okay. I see an eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Now Sydney is saying ooh because something is spilled all over the table. Can you guess what you just spilled, Sydney? <laughs> it's salt. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> I hate you so much. You paid six dollars for this doll? Oh, I forgot to take the price tag off. This is horrifying. <laughs> You're welcome. Happy Friday the 13th. Yeah, I don't want any of these things. <laughs> Uh, can you pull out, let's pull out the three things. No. <laughs> and describe to our listening audience what, what's in the bag. Horrible doll, a purse. It's actually a wallet. And a, a butter guy. A <laughs> butter guy? A butter guy. It's a what? little butter knife. Butter guy. It's a tiny butter knife. It's not a knife though. Cheryl? Uh, yeah, so I'm pretty sure this is a butter knife. Um, Knives are sharp. Well, I know which one I'm going to stab you with. The doll? No, it's going to be the knife. And did you see what's inside the wallet, Sydney? No. Are you going to look? No, I'm feeling so defeated. <laughs> I promise you, there's nothing in there that will bring you bad luck. It's empty. Exactly. Now, which one... Do you think you could have put something nice in here? Is not unlucky. It's not empty. Oops. Ooh. I should have checked. What is Ooh, it? Oh, it's from it's the a, year two thousand. It's a penny. Millennium penny. It's a millennium penny. I'm from the millennium. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going blind. That's two thousand and five. It's two thousand and six. You graduated? It's not exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I graduated later than 2006. So rewinding a little bit, spilling salt, it comes from the European belief that it is ill luck to spill salt. Pennies are dirty. It goes back to ancient Rome. 1556 hieroglyphic of Piero Valeriano Bolzani reports that salt was formerly a symbol of friendship because of its lasting quality. Or it makes substances more compact and preserves them a long time. Why did you put so much salt on this doll? I had to make sure that you would spill some. Such a trash guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, which one of those three was unlucky to receive as a gift? I think that you would think that I hate the doll the most, so I think the doll is the one that's a not unlucky. That is correct. Boom! Crushed it. Well done. Now, because we didn't inspect the wallet, that's... You fucked up. Yeah. fucked up. Yeah. So, giving a person an empty wallet, which is what we thought we had did, is considered bad luck. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Actually, my ex gave me an empty wallet, and then he had me deported. So your ex got... And then I lost that wallet. Mm-hmm. So it's still bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what the bad luck is? The idea of giving a wallet or purse with money in it is to enforce the idea that it'll never be empty. 
Some people go even far as to sew the coins into the lining of wallets. So if for some reason you do spend the coin that was given, then your wallet is still not empty. That's fun. It's actually a whole other superstition mm-hmm. to never carry your wallet empty, which probably originates from the idea you should at least have a few dollars on you for emergencies. Yeah. Yeah. Now Sydney's making stabbing motions with her brand new knife. Oh, I'm not taking this home. Thank you, though. Thank you so much. <laughs> Why? Why is that? Because I don't want it. <laughs> so why? It um, also looks like silver and like it tarnishes. Might be. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's tarnished right there. I believe that is silver. Well, you can give it back to us polished if you feel so strongly. Or something. It's got some. I don't know if it's flaking off or. Doesn't it look a bit tarnished? It's also covered in salt. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. It's a good stabbing weight. I was going to say. It I'm, should be marked, right? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I don't think it's silver. Mm. So getting a knife as a gift <laughs> is bad luck because a knife is a severing tool. In Chinese folklore, uh, if a knife is given as a gift, it should it would be showing someone that you are slashing the bond of friendship. The proverb goes one slash two parts. Mm. We presume this is why people are particularly hesitant to give knives as wedding gifts. So, Sydney. Because they're weird. Do you remember giving us a specific tool for cutting watermelon? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I spent, like, I couldn't even find that in the store, so I had to order it off Amazon. It's like $20. Mm -hmm. Well, you gave us a knife. Sydney gifted knives before. Mm -hmm. But it looked like a watermelon. They cut horribly. <laughs> They're bread knives. Yeah. They're not meant to cut watermelons. Stupid, though, because it looks like a watermelon. <laughs> he did try cut a watermelon with it's it. It's difficult. And it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like sawing a watermelon. Yeah. I didn't read their reviews. <laughs> so, Sydney, that was 12 unlucky things. Do you know what the 13th was? And it's not in order. Kind of skipped over it. No, you just betrayed me so many times I lost track. <laughs> it, it was quite often. Mm-hmm. Was it the salt? Or we did the salt? Did the salts. Do you remember the mic check? No. That I asked you to do. I whistled. I can't whistle, though. You whistled. No, it was like a wind whistle. And you said the word whistle quite a few times. Am I not supposed to say the word whistle? (laughs) Well, whistling indoors, Sydney, bad luck. But I didn't whistle. I did this. You did better before. No, that's exactly how (laughs) I did way better. It's a live reenactment. So in Estonia and Latvia, the superstition is that they believe whistling indoors can bring bad luck, causing the house to burst into flames. Where am I supposed to whistle? Uh, And Russians believe that whistling can cause financial ruin. (laughs) Just escalated so quickly. (laughs) Why did you do so many money curses against me? I mean, superstitions are usually like around things people are worried about. Mm -hmm. You know, money, their health. Yeah. What's the superstition of a black Not cat? Not being married. Like, why is a black cat unlucky? It has to do with being associated with witches, because oh. typically they were seen as the familiar of a witch. Mm. Chris can double check, but 
Okay, so according to the Cumberland Veterinary Clinic that has the first result on Google when you ask why black cats are unlucky, okay. uh, it is believed to have started in the 17th century when black cats were associated with witchcraft, the belief of witches transforming themselves into black mm. cats to prowl the streets discreetly became a central belief in America during the Salem witch hunts. Okay, so slightly different than my version. Hmm. And you reach down and you pet this black cat and you blink. And when your eyes open after that blink, it's really just some toothless old hag and she's cackling at you for petting her. No. <laughs> You're supposed to slow blink Pet at cats so that they know that you love them. Sydney, will you ever forgive us for not presenting you with a cat for today's episode? No. That was the biggest betrayal. <laughs> We're going to do superstition stuff. We got to get a black cat. What was the worst betrayal? Not having a black cat. So you don't care about the rest of the other superstitions that we imposed on you? Well, I'm discounting a couple because I'm a stickler for the rules, and that is not a fucking baguette. So I don't think the bread one counts. Okay. And Which... I did not pass under the ladder. I just, like, popped out. <laughs> you got me on the mirror. You did get me on the mirror. You shitbag. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. Now you have to throw out a mirror. It's okay. Yeah. It was all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you bastard. We were like, oh, look, Chris setting up to clean out the gutters. Why is he cleaning the gutters so close to doing the podcast? Maybe he's getting set up or after. There was a whole fucking conversation about what you were doing outside. <laughs> and then I just came in. I was like, hi. Are you going to talk to mom about it now? Yeah, I'm telling on you. <laughs> like, so much. I'm telling on you the most that anyone's ever been told on. Fair but not having a black cat is the biggest betrayal. Take a Benadryl and suck it up. We'll take it under advisement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like it would have been really good if you got a hairless one. A hairless black cat? That makes no sense. They have black skin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Out of all of these bad luck things to do, which ones do you recommend for other people to do? None of them. <laughs> well, I mean, I open my umbrella inside if it's wet because I don't want it to mold. Because it was like $14. So that's a lot of money for an umbrella. I don't know if umbrellas mold, but I'm avoiding it. I think anything can get mold on it. So, and also, it sounds like parasols are the problem. So I say open your umbrella I mean, inside. These are don't all put it away wet. Yeah. They change over time. You should definitely cross paths with black cats, and you should hug them and love them and cuddle them. Baguettes Unless they don't want to be. Over time, get changed to all breads. I don't think that. Parasols turn to umbrellas. I don't think so. Um, I guess you can store your bread however you want. I didn't just do any of the superstitions. Maybe don't do the spilling the salt one because it's messy. And the shoe one is dirty. Don't do the gross ones. Don't do, all right, don't do gross things. Yeah, just don't do gross things. This is a heavy little guy. Yeah. Sydney's admiring her new knife. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like our friendship has been severed or does it yes. feel stronger than ever? I feel like I've been betrayed several times. Compared to before you arrived here, when you had not done 13 unlucky things in a row. (laughs) How do you feel now? I feel like some of them were a stretch, so I don't think I did like the bad luck trifecta, but I guess I will report back. But I'm still still kicking. Well done. As of a couple minutes after having done all the things. Mm -hmm. Anything else you'd like to add to today's episode, Sydney? Yeah, how could you? How could I? Yeah. For entertainment purposes. You're a criminal. You don't even believe in bad luck. I know, but I am offended. I see.
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I believe that takes us to the end of today's episode. Sydney is making stabbing motions <laughs> with her brand new tiny shiny <laughs> knife. It's hard to stop. We thought you'd like it because you love tiny things. Mm -hmm. I do like tiny things. Yeah. Yeah. Once you start doing the stabbing motion, it's hard to stop. Hmm. <laughs> I was doing that around the store when I, was, I bought it. I was going to say, that's the criminal defense board. <laughs> <laughs> Once you start, you just can't stop stabbing. Yeah. That brings us to the end of today's episode. This is your host, Chris, signing off. This is Cheryl saying goodbye. This is Sydney. I did a thing, even though I wasn't going to do the things, but... You did the things. Did Yay. The thing. And I've been betrayed. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's very special episode of the I Went Outside Today podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, spread the joy and share us with your friends or leave a review. If you really enjoy our podcast and you want to support us in doing more episodes, consider donating to our Patreon or leave us suggestions in the comment section on our website or social media. Or you can email us at iwentoutsidepod at gmail.com. And make sure you follow us on our social medias. We got Twitter. We got Facebook. We don't got Snapchat because that's for creeps. We don't have Twitter. We don't have Twitter. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. We got Facebook, Insta. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'm not going to do it again. It's not going to be as good. Why don't we have Twitter? <laughs> we got Facebook. We got Instagram. And you can see all our photos and adventures that don't get turned into episodes because every day of our life is an adventure. Bye.